You're listening to the Ask Coach Parry podcast. If you'd like to join thousands of other runners from around the world who are getting direct access to Coach Parry, his science-backed training plans that work, and a community of runners to motivate you and hold you accountable, then head over to coachparry.com forward slash ask. Welcome back on to another edition of the Ask Coach Parry podcast. Uh, today we're talking about training to power. We've got the coach with us once again, Lindsay Parry. Nice to have you here. How's it, Brad? Very, very good. Question from Cecile. Cecile says, I'm not an elite runner by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm toying with the idea of vesting, uh, investing in a stride power meter. Since I joined Coach Parry about eight months ago, I feel like I have been improving, currently waylaying due to injury notwithstanding. I'm wondering if a stride would be worth the benefit and how it works with pace-based programs, and if so, how do I marry the two? Yeah, so look, it's a great question because it's a very cool piece of tech. And with all of these things, it's how you use it and understanding how to to use it. So the advantage that stride has, or power, let's say the advantage that power has over heart rate and pace, is that the feedback is instant. And what I mean by instant, it means that any changes, any changes particularly in, in gradient, so if you're going uphill or downhill, they have an immediate impact on that power meter. Um, and so you can't fool yourself. Okay, on with pace, of course you could feel the effort. If you're really honest with yourself, if you try and hold the same pace on the flats as you're holding on the uphills, you are going to run into trouble because you're running considerably harder when you go uphill. With heart rate, there is a delay of at least 45 seconds, but in reality, it takes upwards of two minutes before you actually hit a new steady state. So it's only really by the top of the climb of the heart rate that you realize just how much too hard you ran. So that is power's biggest advantage. The disadvantage is that only recently has Stride created a a power center that can take into account wind. So in the past, when I've done very hard sessions to power in in the windy city, Port Elizabeth in South Africa, yeah, I've really battled because it, it just didn't take into account the, the wind and then potentially using something like heart rate uh, would be far better. So really, I think an interplay between the three forms, um, as well, as far as the platform goes, you know, you'd have to jump in and, and, and have a conversation with us and we'd have to talk to you in zones in terms of a zone one, two, three, four, five, not a zone as in your power should be x y and 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 z because that is also very unique so you can't write a program that says you need to be running it on an easy run at 260 watts because that's absolutely unique to me as an individual and yours will be different Um, and we can show you ways to calculate that and and again that's where stride has um, probably a competitive advantage over the rest because stride actually their their critical power measurements are actually found to be quite accurate they've refined it over the years and now whether i do an actual proper critical power test or whether i just use the one they they calculate from collating 40 days of my activities that's pretty close to what it is and then from there use your critical power to then figure it out but yeah so very handy piece of tech instant feedback um can't lie to it it'll (laughs) tell you what you're doing but yes, it, it, it should be used as a collective and an understanding of where its limitations are. Over the last number of years, power's 
come into cycling big time. I mean, you look at all the elites, everyone trains to power. Do you think it's going to go the same way with running? Obviously, heart rate is a big one at the moment. Do you think power is going to get to where heart rate is in running? It took power a long time to get to where it is in in cycling precisely because the initial calculations were estimates. And as soon as there are estimates, there's going to be an inherent um, error. Um, by and large, we don't mind the error so much as, lo- if, as long as it's consistent. So in other words, as long as you're plugging into the same tech over and over and over. What we have now in cycling is an ap- actual direct measure of power. It's not uh, estimated. It's not calculated off speed and body mass or um, vertical ascent meters or anything like that. It's a proper measure. And so there's a lot more trust in it. It means that that different devices, so if you're using something like um, Zwift or you're using a computrainer or you're using um, a watt bike, these things are much more comparable and, and interchangeable. The moment running is, and I can't see a way that it will ever be directly measured. So there will be a big uptake, but because it's an estimated number, there is an inherent estimation area and it probably won't get to the same level of popularity as uh, cycling also the units themselves that predict um, power i find far less accurate than having the systems that actually have pods or something similar that you that you wear or wearables and so again having to have two different components i think that'll stop it from being um, as popular as gps for example Brilliant. Lindsay, as always, thanks for your time today here on the Ask Coach Perry podcast. And don't forget, if you've got any questions, please do pop them into the forum uh, on the Ask Coach Perry uh, app. Until next time, from the two of us, it's cheers. Hey, it's Brad again. Before I go, did you know that most running training plans don't take your age into account? That's why most runners over the age of 50 are constantly running in some sort of pain or battling a niggling injury. That's why they always feel tired and fatigued, and it's also the reason why their endurance fades as they get older. It's the number one reason they seem to get slower and slower year after year, even though it feels like they're training harder than ever. If you'd like to discover a new way to train as you get older, then make sure you join us for our upcoming fast to be on 50 masterclass simply head over to coachparry.com forward slash 50 or click on the link in your podcast player now